tuning in to the Black Moms. My good sis Bree, my brother Sin, and we are the Black Minds. Yes, sir. How was everyone week? Great. <laughs> it was great. Very productive. Feeling? How's great. everyone doing? I'm doing well. Just tired, man. The usual. Always busy. Theater major. Yeah. I'm great. <laughs> Just living. Living. Still breathing. Still breathing. Mm-hmm. How's Black History Month treating y'all? Pretty good. Um, Just went to an event last night. All three of us. Yeah, all yeah. three of us. All three of us went to an event last night. We went to uh, the Black Love Affair. Um, it was in Downs Hall here at King University. Um, it was, it was, it felt good, you know, being around your people, you know, seeing, you know, being around black people. Um, it felt a little home, you know. It was some things at the event that could have went better, as far as because I was really hungry, but <laughs> that's not really the the point of the event was food. But like, yeah, it was it was really good just seeing beautiful black women, handsome black men there. The vibe was really good. Um, it was just it was just really really. A humble feeling you know I just want to know you know what are your thoughts on that event last night it was it was nice I really liked the dances um, mm-hmm, there yeah. were some cool things that we saw there was also a poetry aspect which you performed. I was a part of yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you did a good job by the way thank you <laughs> no problem um it was a good it was a good event um, my really big issue on the event was just it was the racial stereotype of us black folks not um being on time, yeah. Not eating on time, not everything being planned. <laughs> yep. We had to wait like thirty minutes after mm-hmm. we. It was seven thirty because the actual time was seven thirty to ten thirty, eleven thirty. Yeah, that was the time. Yeah. And once the set, the socializing at the end, it was so quick. It felt so quick, and mm-hmm. it's just everything. Nah, but it, it really wasn't like a good event. Like it yeah. had, it had like the right message to the event and stuff like that. You know, um, it's just that we need to be more on time mm-hmm. <laughs> on certain things, yes, um, things of that nature. But nah, it was um, I, I, I expected some funny business to go on, but <coughs> I didn't sense it. No, I didn't see no fakeness going on, none of that nature. It was real. Everything it was, was real. Every, every, everything seemed real last night. You know, so shout out to the people that put that event together. Shout Pas- out to Pasu. Shout yep. out to Pasu. Yeah, Pasu. What does that stand for? Um, Pan African Student, Student Union. Union. Pan, yeah. Yep. Pan African Student Union. Things of that nature. Yes. You, do you think that these uh, like clubs, not here just at Kane, but just in general, do you think like these black clubs like coon a little bit? I mean, coon. When I say coon, like, they, how can I say this? A little bit whitewashed. Whitewashed. <clears throat> mm, I didn't notice anything personally, but mm. my issue just with black organizations is that, like, we just need, like, more participants, like, in general. Like, I mm. feel like people kind of fell off past you. Like, yeah. um, like the, the organization isn't as organized as they used to be which is why I'm part of Black Leadership Union, which is kind of like an, um, so like kind of like an umbrella under that. Okay, okay. So. What about you, Sin? Um, yeah, I have a feeling. It, it might be cool, but we don't know because we're just, we can only see like from like, like a the certain, outside. Yeah, only the outside. We don't know what's really happening behind the scenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but is 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 it cool? Is it a little bit of coonery? Maybe because we're in a predominantly white institution, yeah, so most likely might be a little bit of coonery mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. We don't know. What yeah. I what I realized about like black clubs here, like, is low key hidden in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like you don't really hear a lot about it. I agree. It's very very hidden. Like it took my roommate to tell me like, yo, 
they have this black the one that you're in yeah the black student i'm like black student union what is that never heard of it mm-hmm. so I like never, that that yeah you never heard of it right i never heard of pasu never heard of any i never of even student. heard of pasu yeah. until maybe like last year last semester like pasu, late in pa- the semester no nah, pasu i heard early that was like the only black white organization Literally. you heard that okay. that was the only one that i heard about so like i don't know that 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 kind of speaks volumes and stuff like that i don't know but you know what I had in, what I had in my mind. I had in my, what I had in my mind was just imagine the black love affair mm-hmm. only at a at HBCU. HBCU. Just imagine. Just imagine. I think. Just imagine. It'll be I think HBCUs. Be it's a good, HBCUs is good experiences, but I think low key people like overhype them. Like, because yeah. I know some people that went to HBCUs and it was like it. It, no, it was just chill. It wasn't it was like all chill. That. It, was like, it was a chill vibe. Like these. Wait, wait, I don't want to. Stereotypes. What did they the say about HBCUs? They said like, it was a chill vibe. Like some, like my my man's. I don't know which one he goes. Which one he goes to? He goes to HBCU. My boy out the car. Shout out out the car. No New Jersey, but he goes to HBCU, and he was just like, it's not all what you think. Like you don't go everywhere. You see people partying. It's not like that. Like it's really a chill vibe. Like it's just quiet. It's very yeah. I don't. Uh, where he go to? Where, which one? HBCU I think some somewhere somewhere down south. It must have been one of those low key ones. Yeah. Because. Like I've heard the exact opposite. Yeah, like at Howard, it's a party every day. Yeah. Like it's a party Howard between classes <laughs> type shit. Like how would they get turned? I heard. <laughs> shout out Howard. Shout out Howard. I wanted to actually, you know, attend, but Why didn't God you? put me on different paths in my life, things of that nature. But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but the black the black love thing. Do you feel like black love is something we mentioned? We shed a little light on this last week with our guest Kendall. Do you think black love needs to be more seen, especially on a, especially predominantly on a, white institution? Yeah, with black yes. students. Yes. Um. Yes, I feel like black students definitely need to be more represented um, mm-hmm. at any institution because we are the minority and we are not even just black people, but other races in general. We are seen as a minority. I feel like all like ethnicities, races should all be represented on campus because mm-hmm. it needs to show that we're all included. Because like. Sincere said it. It is a predominantly white institution. Yeah. How so. about you, how about you, Sin? Yeah. Basically, what Bree said. Um, we're on a predominantly white institution, and every race on this campus needs to have representa- representation. Because mm-hmm. if it's just only black people, then it's and it's it's not it's not it wouldn't be it's not it wouldn't be equal, mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be like white white people. It wouldn't be equal as well. Yeah. So you yeah. get what I'm saying? I so. agree. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to. I asked my I asked my homie Kendall on Sincere last week, but I wanted a female perspective on it. How do you feel about interracial couples? Interracial couples. Um, I have an issue with it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Never had a problem with it. Um, my dad. I mean, my mother goes out with a <coughs> white guy right now, and um, I don't know. I'm not, it doesn't bother me. I know it bothers a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother me as long as you're not being like you're not forgetting who you are while doing it. Like, okay. there's nothing wrong with dating a white woman, but don't bash black women while doing it. You know, you. you can do it all in peace. There's nothing wrong with being attracted to other races. It's just a matter of being respectful at that. Okay. That's exactly That's what we said last week. I just feel like I needed a, like a woman, pers- a black woman perspective on yeah. a, on a situation. I mean, I know some black women they feel some type of way. They're like, oh, you know, these white women are taking our men, blah blah. blah. But mm. honestly, there is an abundance of black men. Number one, <laughs> like mm-hmm. there, you're not taking anyone specifically from me directly. You know mm. what I mean? Like, there's just I feel like 
the, there's just an abundance of people in the world. There's no need to say that a race is taking something yeah. from you, you know? You know what I realized? Like, realize? I'm late with it. A lot of these athletes, these black athletes, they're white girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a lot of r- rich <laughs> black men in general. They got, they got white women. Like, Sports. But my but theory why, is, why, why is that? I have a theory. Okay. Don't quote me on this. No one get offended. But it's just like what I believe. Mm-hmm. I All feel, the pains are welcome. I feel like um, black men date white women for, black rich men date white women for two reasons. One, to show off because it's like, hey, you know, I have money now. I can have a white woman. Or a white woman is kind of like an accessory to them. It's kind of mm-hmm. like something to use to the public <clears throat> eye. But most of the time they're cheating on them. Like 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. Like the white the woman's getting cheated on. And like mm-hmm. multiple instances I've seen a black man with a white woman he's cheating. It's about like the most recent one I could think, well, let's look at Khloe Kardashian. She was a Lamar, she got cheated on. She was a Tristan, she got cheated on. Both black men who have money or who have power. Cheated on. Cheated on. So why that's you a, why why you think that's just an that's just an example. Why you think black men don't rich black men just don't go for the black women? Um, I feel like... You think it's, like, out of fear? It's a status thing, number one. It's just... Because to them, they think, you know, they're... They don't want to think that they are, like, a regular black guy. Because, you know, they're not... To them, they're probably not regular black men. You know, they have money. They have status. They have um, all these things going on for themselves. They think that having a white woman is kind of like the cherry on the cake. So do you think it's a stereotype? So do you think so you think it's a stereotype that like us black us black men do not like pursue your black women? If um, we ever get like on a higher say, because I love me some black women. Yeah, I love black women because I, I don't like, discriminate cause I be, at yeah, all. Yeah, I like because I be saying oh these these black men don't love. I was like, excuse me, I love me some black women. First and um, foremost, I will say that black men are a lot of black men are intimidated by black women. Um, I feel like they don't like to approach black women a lot. Um, I I don't like to do this, but sometimes I see when, like, from experience and personal experience, I see when I see, like, a a black person, a black man who has appeared to be geeky or a little chubby or just a little awkward looking, that girl, that black, that same black girl will, like, low-key hurt that guy's feelings. I agree. And do you feel me? So it's like Mm -hmm. that makes... I think Childish Gambino is like a perfect example mm-hmm. of that. Okay. Um, Childish Gambino was like, I guess he was like the geeky type back in high school, and he was saying like every girl, black girl he tried to go out with would like dub him, m- make fun of him, yeah, this that, and the third. So when he finally gets a white woman, he gets bashed. So mm-hmm. it's like I it's- agree, and I've noticed every black man, every black male says the same thing. Not not every black male, but yeah. that is like their <clears throat> usual excuse. Like, oh, you know, black women don't pay me any attention. So that's why like I'm aiming towards more like, you know, other races. Like I when I was younger, like I remember being like in the sixth grade, my brother was like a sophomore yeah. in high school and he used to be like how he didn't like black women. And that, like, that's different. He was like, yeah, he, would, he was saying he just how flat he, out said he don't like black women. He was saying <laughs> how he didn't really like black girls because cool. of what he's seen that's at cool. school. How about what he's seen at school? Like he's seen how black girls carry themselves, and he just feels like he would mostly appreciate of how um, Spanish girls or white girls um, carry themselves. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's all a matter of what you see. Number okay, one. I got a question for you, Bree. Okay. So, why do you think like black women? Like I'm just saying in general, why do you think black women? Don't give like black like black men that are different. They're not like the stereotypes, like the 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 typical like rappers or 
you like mean? basketball players, yeah, like yeah, giving like? them like a chance. Why don't they give like, them a chance? Yeah, why do you think they won't like give them a chance? Like they'll just like deny them, like off of like they just just too different or they're too awkward or they won't like let him like. Hmm. I feel like. I feel like we are kind of raised and we're kind of structured to kind of pin against each other in a way. And I feel like to them, it's kind of, in general, like, look at the same way black women don't acknowledge black men, black men don't acknowledge black women for what reasons? Which, which is true. Which we are, is true. For what That's reasons? Because we were kind of raised to act that way, in a mm-hmm. sense. We are not raised to stick together. We are kind of raised to separate ourselves. So, of course, Black black men are not always gonna try to talk to black women and vice versa because of the situ because of the structure of the situation. Now I have a question for both of y'all. Do y'all find like when another black person, black man or black woman bashes that bashes the race? Like like I don't like black you know black women or black men because I just find like they're just ugly. I don't want them to look like me. Do y'all find that as coonery or y'all just find it as foolishness? Kind of both. Both. Yeah, both. <laughs> both. Okay. Who's saying that exactly? Like, I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna say no names. Like, I know I have like a, I, I, I want to say a, a person I associate with, like a person I, I just talk to, just because like at the end of the day he's a good person. He just that he says stupid stuff at the time at times. Okay. Um, we was in the cafeteria one time. It was about two days ago, and we were just sitting out talking. And these black girls, he's he's a very attractive young man. He, you know, things that. that He's a very attractive man, and, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> these black girls were sitting at the table looking at him, and they were just asking him questions, and he it was just like dismissive, very dismissive. It was like, yes, no, no, I don't do that, yes. like. And then one of the girls was like, oh, he don't like black girls. This man literally said, you're you dang right. Wow. I was, yeah. Wow. That's honestly, first of all, throw that whole friend away, please. Yeah. Like, throw him <laughs> I looked away. At him, I looked at him differently. I was I'm like, like, what? I, was like, I, think I told thing, him, I said, that's wild, bro. So, one thing like, I cannot stand, I can't stand people who treat people badly for no absolute reason. Like, I don't, if you, I don't care, just because I'm not attracted, you're like, just because you're not getting something out of me, you have to be rude to me. That says a lot about your character. Why do I have to give you something? Why do I have to be pretty or attracted to you for you to respect me? Mm-hmm. You should respect everyone no matter how they look. It's not even that. Them black, some of them black girls, look, like, they was pretty. Like, they look, they was cute. He just, that he don't like black women. That's not his preference. That's, that's BS. That's B, yeah. It goes beyond preference. Pre- uh, yeah. You have a dislike within yourself. There's no such yeah. thing as preference. And it's funny because... That's, that's a stretch. And it's hilarious because he got one of the blackest names on earth. What? Don't say it. I ain't going to say the name, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he got like one of the blackest names on God Green Earth. And it's like it's so funny that he just don't like black women. And I just laugh every time. Honestly, he's missing out. I, mean, I told him that. I said, yo. I said, you want a woman that wants to understand. You want a woman that wants to like feel you. You want a woman that can relate to you when you get stopped by the police. Yeah. You want a girl that understand you if you get, you know, uh, Racially profile, like you want a woman to feel you and understand you and connect with you. A ride or die. A ride or die. die. I feel like me being with a black woman, I'll get, I'll get that out of a black woman. You feel me? Even if some of them dub me, and you know, things of that nature. We all got dubbed. (laughs) And can we just talk? I think we've talked about it in previous episodes, but just the colorism in school is just disgusting. And and I feel like we kind of just brush it off, but like the colorism that goes on in elementary school, Mm -hmm. even high school, like do we need in high school? No, no, like I continuously heard black men say, "Oh, I would never date a black girl. I don't like dark skinned girls. I don't Smart. like this." 
And it's just like, why? It's it's and it's mind you, it's men blacker than me mm-hmm. saying that they don't like black girls, that mm-hmm. they don't talk, they're not attracted to you for yeah. whatever reason. Mind you, it's so much deeper than that. And it's so funny because like your mother is black, so yes. why would you say that? Yes, like that. That's also like a thing that I know. Yeah, how you think your like your mother like like will like look at you after you say that? Like, I feel like it's your mother job. Like I'm like I'm not saying you it was failed to be raised. But I'm just saying your mother raised failed you the way, yeah. failed at informing you of black women. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Especially yeah. if your mother's black. That's just wild. And you know what? It really comes down to. How you were raised? What are you exposed to? What are yeah. you seeing on TV? Yeah. What are you seeing in movies? What are you seeing, like in person? What are you being exposed to? What environment mm-hmm. you live in? And everything. Yeah. That's really what it boils down to. It really comes down to the household, because mm-hmm. in the household, that's where everything. They do. Yeah, that's where right. every. That's where all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like influence your traditions. That's where mm-hmm. everything just come out. And when you finally like start, if you're a black man, just start bashing. You want to be colorist, saying yeah. like, "Oh, I don't not like dark skinned women." And I also want to like mm-hmm. give a shout out to Devin. Like I knew about colorist, but like I didn't. I looked at it as a big deal, but he informed me more on colorism. Like when he actually broke it down to me and told me. It really like, makes sense. Yes. Told me about it, I was like, "Oh, that's deep. Like that's mm-hmm. that's wild. Like I already already knew about colorism and stuff, but I didn't see it as like uh, a big of a deal as it is. Like as the way he you know described it to me. So shout out to Devin. Yeah, shout out to Devin as well. He <laughs> told me like not only that, but to celebrities. Like some celebrities are there <laughs> colorists. A lot of like uh, colorist celebrities, and when you really think about <clears throat> it, how many? black and black couples do you honestly see? Like, when I really think about it, the only thing that comes to my head right now is Dwayne Wade and Gabby Rose. I Union. love them, yo. Jay-Z and, and Beyonce? <laughs> Jay-Z and Beyonce. But, uh, but that's questionable because yeah, that is questionable. Jay-Z a little bit. I don't know. I have, a little, I have question marks on Jay-Z. Better call and Becky Jay-Z, with the good hair. <laughs> and Jay-Z definitely cheated on Beyonce with a white woman. Becky. Yeah. So Becky with the good hair. That's not a great example. He's wild for that. I don't know mm-hmm. what Chris Brown literally admitted that he like does not like does not let black girls in his VIP section. Only wants girls with curly hair and mm-hmm. light skin in his section. And he even said about in the song, he makes it very clear that he's a colorist. Mm-hmm. Um, Tory Lanez, a proud colorist. Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is just a joke. Like he honestly <laughs> makes me mad because it's just Y'all like right you now. put so much effort yes, in trying to be someone that <laughs> no. you're not. Oh my God, y'all got some bashing. Drake. This is like our first bashing section. Drake. Actually, Drake's probably colors too, because I have never seen him. Oh my God. Mention nothing <laughs> about no black female. Hey, yo, people that's listening, this is our first bashing section. Like, yes. Like, we're, we're bashing celebrities right now. In a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> Don't make a scene. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, po- it's positivity. All positivity over here. But we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Please enjoy our playlist. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Much of a difference. (laughs) Like, she's making 400K, and he's probably making 40K a year max. Okay. You got to get your game up, brother. (laughs) So, like... At That's least, at least match, difference. at least match, and I'm not on like no sexist nonsense or nothing like that. It's just that I'm all about matching, like, balance. You know, yeah, balance, balance it out. You feel me? Because if some, God forbid, something happened in that household where y'all guys in a slump, but she's she gonna balance. carry all that on her own, and she has no help. You're making, mm-hmm. you're only bringing forty k into the into the easy. house. That's not gonna help. Exactly. So it doesn't. I mean, it's not a problem with your your woman bringing in more bread. It's just that. When it's like very very high and yours is very very low, 
you need to get it up a little bit to you know match that match that level up to where she's at. Honestly, it really boils down to communication. Like, uh, can y'all really do y'all do y'all talk about like, okay, I make like I'm a woman, like I make four hundred count four hundred thousand a year, and I only make forty thousand a year. Like, do y'all like accept each other? Y'all accept each other's roles? What do y'all have to do like in household? Like, what like who does what? Like, what job? What roles do y'all have? What what? It it really boils down to communication because. Mm-hmm. Anything with communication is important. If there's no communication, things can really go left, and mm-hmm. it's miscommunication, and a lot, a lot of things could really go out of line. But now, like Bree, was you ever in a situation like that where you was with a guy that you made more money than, or you just, or he flat out just didn't have a job at all, and you just bringing in bread? Um, unfortunately, I've been in a situation where like. Um, I was kind of like doing a lot of the work and he was mm. kind of just like, you know, lazy. <laughs> but then like I kind of started thinking about it and like I don't know, for me personally, mm-hmm. I like a man who can provide for me, you know? Like I like feeling feminine. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel feminine when You're I'm making more. when I'm not necessarily making more because I could be making more and he could be making less, but he could still be treating me as if he's making more. If yeah, that makes sense. that's what I mean. Yeah. So, Acceptance. like, it's yeah. really a matter of how you deal with your money in mm-hmm. certain cases. However, I don't feel like a woman when I have to pay for things and, that, like, when that, I have yeah. to, when I have to, like, buy, drive around and, you know, it does, it kind of takes away the role, in my opinion. I, so. Yeah. I get that. I, I, I get that. that. I, no, no. I understand it. Like, like I agree with her 100%. Like, I, like it's just certain things that I don't want my wife in the future to just do. Like, just certain things that I feel like I want to do on my, my own and feel like certain things that I want to pay for, certain things I don't want her to, you know, pay for, things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? I, never, I would never have an issue with, like I said before, with my woman making more money than me. That's not a problem at all. As long as we are almost e- are, are equally... I'm right behind you, like literally right behind you. You don't feel me, but long as you're not, like I said, all the way down and you're all the way up, is that, that then that's a problem. For me, it's um, for me, it 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 just really just boils down. Are you are you or are you my ride or die? Like if I if I'm trying to find a job, I'm trying I'm putting an effort. I'm trying to put in like job applications like everywhere, and I'm still getting denied. I'm showing that I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to get back on my feet. Or if I have a job already, I'm not making as much as you. Do you really accept me? Do they you don't love yourself, me for who I am? Don't put like, yourself in that. I feel like don't put yourself in that situation where you, it has to be like that. Before you get in a relationship, make sure you're financially stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. before you even do anything, even marriage. Like, if you marry, if you're trying to get married and you, your money ain't right. Plan ahead that's before already, the marriage. That's already an L yes. in yep. the future. Like, that's that's a, that's a straight-up loss. Yep. I feel like before you get in any relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, soulmate, whatever y'all do, I don't care. But <laughs> make sure your money is right and make sure y'all financially stable. So, yep. you know. Individually. Indiv- not together. Indiv- not together. Individually. Individually. Yeah. And that goes for both parties, not just one, not just the male. That goes for the women too, you know. So yeah, that's that's just my <laughs> opinion on it. Yep, I agree. I mean, have y'all experienced like relationships within families, friends, where it was just like they they did themselves over, yeah, because of money. Mm-hmm. Like my cousin, <laughs> she decided to go buy her man a car. <sighs> 
Ooh. Mind you, they haven't even been together that long. How long? And I was Can just I ask like, how long? huh? Can I ask how long? Don't say months. Not like months, less than a year. Mm. And I was just like, honestly, and mind you, he has he didn't even get her anything for her birthday. So I'm just like, <clears throat> you're gonna. She, he didn't even get you anything for your birthday, and you're gonna buy him a whole car. Like, did you express how you felt about that? I did, but you know, she already did it, and he did it. <laughs> what can you really do after it's already done? You know, but it was just. <laughs> I was just like, come on, sis. Like, you gotta do better. Was this black like, love or was she's with a white guy or? It was black love. Black love, but like okay. still. Blah, blah. Yeah. But I have noticed. A lot of the I've noticed that a lot of black men are like they're I feel like a lot of them are raised this is just your perspective an observation oh. <laughs> something that I've collected based on things that I've seen or heard so I'm basing this off what I've seen I've noticed that a lot of black men you know they're raised by single mothers which is very common and single mother i feel like when they're raised by single mothers they're used to seeing somebody who is struggling and in a predicament where they're not getting anything right away therefore i feel like black men are very much on the i'm gonna take what i can get side like they're not very much of i've noticed they're not some they're not usually like giving they're more like taking like there i've seen a lot of black men take advantage of other black women and by in terms of gaining things from her in terms of gaining money out of her in terms of using her it could be sexually something of their their i feel like they're in most cases i feel like they're mostly getting something out of the relationship mm-hmm. agree 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 and disagree cuz like i said i always go back to me like i me personally, I grew up in a household with you know a single mother. My, mm-hmm. my mother and father broke up when I was very young. Mm-hmm. Um, I, me personally, I don't do that. Um, and I'm like I said, I'm not perfect. It'd be situations where I do would be like that, a little selfish, but not when it comes to like women. It'll be like materialistic things, like as far as like it could be the simplest thing. As far as like a when I was young, when I was like very young, it would be like a, a toy or something like that. Like I will always be, I'll be very, very stingy with with things, and I would never like want nobody to touch my things. But like when it came to women, nah. Like that was just, it was just a different like. Because my mother raised me, my mother raised me on to like respect women, especially black women, and she always marinated in my mind like, yo, you better when you come home with a with a girl, like she better be black, and I'm like, <laughs> like yeah. So. <laughs> um, my dad used to really feel that way. He used to tell my mom, he told my brother that, like, don't bring no white woman home. Yeah. Like, don't do that. <laughs> and it's funny because my brother's first girlfriend was white. And my dad was just like, why? And then after that, they broke up. And my, mom, my brother came up with a Spanish girl. My dad was just like, why? And then finally. Black woman. Three times when he time. turned, <laughs> I think it was like around his twenties. He's already dating this black girl, and finally, my dad was like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." <laughs> yep, for me, <laughs> uh, my grandma she always implemented me to always like respect your culture, respect your woman, especially black women. Always be there for them. Never, never 
just like leave out of their life, they become pregnant or mm-hmm. you just or anything happen. Everything anything that happens with you and your black partner, you stay you stick together. You never go separate ways. You never part your ways. Mm-hmm. And if every time if I invite a black woman in, she better be she better have like respect for our house, respect for me, yeah. respect for my family and everything else. Now have you guys ever tried dab a little bit out of your own race a little bit like yeah, I tried I tried before, yeah. yeah I tried but it was it was kind of difficult because I didn't know the outcome what I was going to expect if I was to bring a white girl mm-hmm. a Hispanic girl yeah. or a different race to my household because I don't know if they would be would be on board or would accept me because I'm dating out of my culture out of my race mm-hmm. so yeah, I was. I've talked to um a few guys on my race. Like I've talked to Hispanic men. I like Hispanic men, but like I didn't really talk. T- I I've talked to like white guys too, and like eh. like I feel like I definitely will relate more to Hispanic men because you know we're both kind of minorities. Mm-hmm. But like white guys, I feel like they're just like a different, different category. Yeah. So what if so what if it what if y'all were to bring or all of us or each each individual of us would bring in a mix a mix mixed partner? Do you think your parents or your family would accept them my, since they were mixed or for my family, I think at the end of the day, like my family are gonna be happy because I'm happy, but they prefer me to be with a black woman. Like they, they said that. Like they made it known. It was like, yo, you're we want you to be with a black woman. But I feel like if I was to bring a white woman, which is very, very, very less likely, <laughs> they would still, they would, I wouldn't say be upset, but they'd be like, like, what happened? You feel me? Now, a Hispanic woman, I don't think they would care because they would put a Hispanic woman in the same boat as black women. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I, I have to bring a black woman home. That's just, that's just, that's just me. So what if it was mixed? What if it mixed? was mixed? Uh, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. They wouldn't care. As long as I'm happy, it's cool. But like I said before, they prefer me to be with a black it's woman. preference. Yeah. Um, my mom doesn't care because, <clears throat> like I said, she has a white boyfriend right now, so she doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. And just in general, like, my mom just, she's never cared. Like, I've always had, like, a diverse set of friends. Like, my best friend back home was white. I've had a lot of Hispanic friends, so my mom never really cared about race. Mm-hmm. My dad, on the other hand, I mean... I'm sure he would want me to be with the black guy, but like if he's seen that I was with the white, or like a uh, guy another race and he was cool, like I don't think he would really care. I mean, he would question it, but he would he would just be like whatever. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, my parents wouldn't really care because my parents they dated they dated based they dated people based on their race. Um, they never dated anybody like Hispanics mm. or like Caucasians or Latinos, Latinas. Or, all other races, so they they really wouldn't care because, like you said, Zach, they they really want to see me happy at the end of the day. They don't want to see me down. They don't want to see me question. They don't want to see me like like feeling like nervous about like how they feel about me dating like a woman out of my race, woman that is like much different from me. Yeah. They end of the day, they want to just see me happy. Just yeah. Well, that's all we have for Tea with the Breed. That was a good segment right there. Now we're moving on to my homie Sen. What you got yep. for us today, brother? Um, let's talk about the evolution of teaching black history to American students. Mm-hmm. Now, we all know it's Black History Month, February's. Yeah. Shortest and, month. Yep, shortest month of the year, but everyone has to realize every month of the year, mm-hmm. every year, is Black History Month. 
Remember that. Absolutely. But um, I have a little, not a little issue. Well, a little. What's the word to say? What's the word to say? Uh, yeah, a little problem. I have a little problem <laughs> a little issue. with how professors and teachers they teach Black History Month. Um, I'm 18 years old. I'm a young black male. Mm-hmm. I I'm not gonna say I recently graduated, but it's been almost a year since I've been out of high school, mm-hmm. and in the last few years of my high school, like in high school career. Um, I I really had a, I really had a big problem how they really um, taught Black History Month because they didn't really go they didn't dive deeper into like Black History Month like who like 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 in high school yeah in high school not only in high school but in elementary school okay so there's 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 much more but but um it's just I just have a like a, like a little personal rant about it because it's just. We talk about other things like the World War Two, the Nazis, yeah. like So you feel like Black History Month should be more talked about. Yeah, like, it should be more it should, be take, it should be taken more serious. Yes. It should be taken more serious because Okay. I, I hear you. I mean, when it comes to like what's my thing? When it comes to Black History Month, I don't know if y'all realize me, I watch T V, they start showing a lot of these slave movies, this that and the third. Mm-hmm. And my She's thing is Huh? I said it was just depressing. Mm-hmm. It's very depressing. And my thing is, like, when are, like, for me, it's like, when are we going to make a movie about us, a t- about us in a time where we were actually kings and queens? Black Panther, for example. No, but that, that that's, 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 that's a fake, that's a fake superhero. That's a story, that's me? a fantasy. And I, it's a good, it's a good idea. I like it, but I'm just saying, like, when we're going to talk about real, true stories about when we were actually kings and queens, like, right. when we was actually, you know, ruling something. Because right. I'm tired of seeing, like, the press... Movies about us getting beaten, getting you know hurt, getting spit on, getting raped. This and the third is just like it's the same, the same repet- old, same old. It's the same repetitive thing. Cliche after cliche. Yeah. Bree, what you gotta say? Um, I definitely agree. I do feel like that they display a lot of things on television through Black History Month that are disturbing, and yeah. it's not. It's supposed to be a celebration. Like nobody mm-hmm. wants to see stuff about slavery and stuff about us being harmed because we've already been through that for two hundred plus years. And I'm not and like I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm not saying we're not trying to forget slavery. It happened. We're not saying that. It's just that I'm tired of seeing it in our movies, where that's like the only thing that they're you know advertising. I'm sorry. Honestly, <laughs> forgetting slavery wouldn't be that bad either. What? Forgetting slavery? Nah. It has to be talked about. Though. Nah. It, it has, has to be talked to, about. It has to be, be talked spoke, about. It has nah. to be spoken about. Yes, but to a certain degree, I feel like we kind of just. I feel like the. I want to say move on. The idea mm-hmm. of slavery just has conquered so many things because we con- we consistently do not let this image of white people go. We constantly hold them accountable for this one yeah. issue. And Why not? Yes, but it's also like we can't have we can't have this divide for around us forever. Like we need to learn to forgive and forget. You know how many times you, time, you, time, you know how many times black people tried to kumbaya with white people and we wound up being dead. It's just, it's you know just, how many times we tried that and wound up getting killed. Like Martin Luther King's a perfect example. Yeah. Like he tried, he tried peace. He tried it. Like he really, really tried. Like. He tried to make peace with these people. He tried to be march with them, but he winded up still getting killed by mm-hmm. a white person. Yep. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I hear you. I hear you, Bree, but I feel like I, we, it's just something we can't forget. Like, like we have to tell the next generation about what happened because it it, slavery is something that black people all should know what happened in history. It's, it, happened, it happened in America for, like, over 400 years, and it needs to be talked about, and people need to know. About. Just like, for instance, um, 
like World War Two, the Nazis killed the Jews. Yeah. Like the Jews, they're never that. Like the Jewish people are never going to forget about the Holocaust. They're never going to forget about the Holocaust. Yeah. Just like how slavery, us black folks, we're never going to forget about the slave, like slavery, because it's always going to stay in our minds because it was so monumental. It was so world like game changing. And I feel like we're still affected by it in a way. Like we're still like we're still low key affected by the past. Like, mm-hmm. like it's still <laughs> racist white people out there. Like it's here it came. Like it just. We're still affected by the history, and we're still getting affected by it, even though slavery is not happening. It's more of a mental slavery. It's best that we should we should tell the next generation or generations ahead from us about slavery because if not we even just like like I said, not even just about slavery, just about black history, like black history in general. Yeah, black history. Like I don't want to like I said, I don't want to shed more light on slavery, but I feel like they should know about it. You feel me? They should know what had happened with our our ancestors and stuff like that but i feel like we should need we need to advertise more of kings and queens more than slavery i agree and i also feel that we need to i feel like when slave the conversation of slavery just comes about i feel like it kind of just puts us back to being less than being less significant being the minority so the reason why I feel like slavery should no longer, we should t- try to cut slavery out of conversation is mm-hmm. so that we are no longer separated. Because I feel like that is the number one thing. That's the main reason why we're still separated to this day. But we tried to come together, Brie. That's what I'm trying to say. We tried it. We really did. Like, You're still going to have people from it. other minorities trying to take us down. Or not, not only even, take no, us not down, even but that. It's not even that. It's just that some white people just don't want to come together with black people. And like we tried it before in the past, like we really tried. Like, like I said, like we tried it, we tried it for years, and we winded up dead. It's power. It really, it really, it really boils down to power because no matter if if every, if all race, like all race, like all racial inequalities, all the problems that we're dealing with in everyday black community, everyday issues, being black and everything, still exist today. What would you think like it would be like back then if everything was just balanced? We would never have this conversation. We would never have this issue. We would never have problems. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like, I agree as far as we need peace, which I highly agree. But I feel like it's just too many ignorant people out there. It's just, it's just not, not going to happen. And I, I really want to be optimistic. Mm-hmm. I really do. But reality is going to hit. Like, it just, I, I feel like. Black people were better off uplifting each other up, doing better by supporting our businesses. We can barely do that. And we can barely do that because we're not giving the tool we're not giving the tools to do that here in America alone. So have you ever thought about like sometimes I think about the sometimes I just feel like that the way that everything is set up, it's like we're meant to be put in these situations. Like it's deliberate in almost a sense. Like what's the word? Um what is that fancy word? Uh, meth like methodly starts with like a S. Structured. I can't think of the word. Yeah, right. I can't. <laughs> I, can't think of I, word I really can't. I can't but it, it basically means like structured oppression. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for example, 
you go to the hood, you see a whole bunch of liquor stores. Bunch of every you, corner. You see a bunch of corner stores mm-hmm. selling unhealthy snacks. You go to a rich neighborhood, you see beautiful new buildings being built. Supermarkets. Like you see supermarkets, all these in these white communities, they constantly and we don't notice that. We don't notice how they put things in certain areas for a certain community to feed a certain amount of people to put them in more distress and oppression. They're mm-hmm. not trying to help us get better. They're trying to help us get worse. And mm-hmm. I, in a sense, I feel like that. Hap- I feel like it's a constant issue that we really need to highlight on the fact that they, we are put in the situation intentionally. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're just doing it on purpose, or are they just doing it just? No, on purpose. Yeah. I think it, I think it's I think the situations the poverty is not an accident okay it's not, poverty it's not we it's can not. we can fix poverty we have so much money so we just much don't realize money it. there's no reason that people should be living in third world they countries living off two yeah. cents a day yeah. that should not even exist well I'll tell you what they have money for they have money for wars. They got money to kill other people, mm-hmm. probably innocent poor people at that. Yep. They got money. They got money for uh, what sports teams. They got money for um, big organizations. Big organizations. They have know. all this. They money. have money for entertainment, really. Yes, sports, basically. athletes, stuff like that. They have all these money to donate to cancer organizations, aid organizations, but yet they oh, still can't there. find a cure. We ain't going there for cancer, the cure. But yet they still can't find oh, a boy. cure. They got a cure. Where's for that. all this money going to for research? Mm-hmm. What? Re- how much research do you need to find? Yeah. How much do you, you know why, Brie? Hmm. They have a cure already. They have a cure. They have oh, a cure. You know what? It's all about money. The but government let, yeah. is listening. They, yeah. You know what? It's, mm-hmm. it's all about money. I'm done with this conversation. We're, we're done. We're wrapping this we're up. We're wrapping this up. All right. So my <laughs> quick little up. rant was <laughs> we just have to, like, shed more, like, light into, like, more education about Black Cursing Month in general. That's really systematic. Systematic. Yeah, systematic. Systematic oppression. I got it. Systematic oppression. I'm so happy. Guys, look if you don't know what that is, look, look it, up. it up. Look it up. Please. It, it is up. very important. You see? Yes. Well, that's all we have today, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed the episode. Um we have we're gonna start uploading videos real, real soon. Please be patient with us. Those that can't listen to us on the radio, check us out on live on on I on Instagram live. Um the underscore black minds underscore. Like I repeat one more time, the underscore black minds underscore. Follow us on Instagram. You can check us out on IG Live. Um, it's Valentine's Day. I want to say I love you all. Yes, love y'all too. Spread Thank the love. Thank you all for viewing. Thank y'all for, for checking us out. I love y'all. Please be safe out there. Make some babies. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in the next. Nine. Tune in next episode next Friday, seven thirty sharp, same time, same place. All of that. WKJ ninety point three FM. Yup. Love. Peace. Stay black.